Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. This is Stephen Strang, and today I have one of my most interesting guests that I have over a period of time. His name is Frank Amedia, and if you've read my three books on Trump, he's in every single one of them. He was the very first person to tell me that he felt that God had spoken that Trump would be elected, and this was when I was still a supporter of Ted Cruz, and I can remember we had some interesting conversations. I don't really remember arguing, but I was just intrigued by it. So let me welcome you to my podcast today, Frank, and I'm eager to find out what you feel God is saying about Donald Trump and especially about this impeachment. Thanks, Steve. Good to be with you as always, and hello to your audience, which is a very unique audience, I might say, from the feedback that I received. So thank you for that. Thank you for what you're doing both for our country and in the kingdom of God. Well, let's talk about the impeachment. Of course, these podcasts will be online for a long, long time, but we're actually recording it a day or two before the Senate votes to acquit Donald Trump. Of course, we know he will be acquitted. And what I tell people, Frank, when I talk about my book or when I do media myself is try to bring the spiritual perspective to what's going on. And of course, I know you do the same thing too. My approach is more as a journalist because, of course, that's my training and my interest. But to find sources like you to interview and sort of tell us what God is saying. So tell me, what is God saying about this impeachment? Steve, the impeachment is likened unto a political abortion. And abortion is on the forefront and is actually one of the the focal points of why Donald Trump was elected and anointed and appointed by God himself in that position that he's in. But let's go to impeachment as a political abortion. We all know that since November of 2016, when DJT came out of obscurity and secured an election that the night before the newspapers had literally printed he was going to lose, and Hillary was ready to celebrate that it came with an assignment. He has a mandate. He has missions. And those are multifold missions, which you and I have talked about in your book is also very well illustrated. We could talk about that in a moment. But all of that is a movement. All of that is the birthing. All of that is the nurturing of things that God has held close to his chest, that tears have streamed from our Lord's eyes from as he's watched children being yanked out of the womb as he's watched this country have the blood of over 63 million aborted babies, let alone all of the other issues that have daunted us as we slipped further and further away from Judeo-Christian foundations. There is a movement that has been born, and that movement has been coalesced. And now we've seen courage come back in to faith leaders, pastors, churches, ministries, some now starting to become emboldened and speak from their pulpits, whereas before they were intimidated in fear of losing their 5013 status, in fear of the penalty of the Johnson Act, in fear of losing members because of being politically divided and shifted. But there's an emboldening that has happened. And Steve, with that emboldening, we've seen some unity to come into some denominations and factions within the church that recently, probably since the moral majority and before that, uh, hadn't been able to work together. Now, there's still healing that needs to happen in that, 
but it's coming slowly and slowly. And then you have this attempt at abortion. Steve, if you analyze scripture, every time there's been a major shift that God has appointed in the kingdom, we see that the enemy of God's covenant of his people wants to destroy the children, wants to destroy or rewrite birth. Moses, kill all the children. Jesus, kill the males, two years and younger. Infanticide, we've seen it in the Holocaust, destroying children. We've seen it attempted as cultures want to assimilate another culture and destroy their culture. It always focuses down to the children. Well, Trump embodied within him and what he brings and the movement that he released, which has caught most people by surprise and which is being accomplished at lightning speed in a matter of a few years, this was an attempt to abort it. The reason why Schiff and his managing members are so adamant that this had to be done literally eight, nine, ten months before the election because, oh my God, what would happen if he's reelected? It's because they realize that they will not be able to reverse what is being done in that another two and a half, three years. Four, five, we'll see, but I'm saying two and a half, three years of this is going to establish things that are going to persist beyond the next election. Well, Frank, let's talk about what's going to happen with the impeachment. Do you think the Dems will still try to find something to impeach him on, or do you think they'll have a different tactic, or do you think that people will just get sick of it and turn their backs on these people and repudiate them at the polls? Stephen, I'm adamant and I'm absolutely convinced, as convinced as I was when I spoke to you in the spring of 2016, Donald Trump will be reelected in 2020. I am just as adamant and convinced that this spiritual force that is manifested in the politics will not be satisfied. That devouring spirit will not stop. It's a combination of a Jezebel, an Absalom. It's got a Herod spirit to it. It's got a Haman spirit to it. It's a vicious, vulturous system that will not stop. And unfortunately, as much as people say it's conspiracy theory, you'd have to be blind not to say there's something afoul in the deep state. And it keeps coming out. This witness, this whistleblower, it's going to all come out. This person has ties that go back to 2017. We all know who his name is anymore, but for some reason it's kept in the dark and in obscurity. Well, we know that's a form of witchcraft. As you said, we see the spiritual force behind it. That witchcraft isn't going to resolve itself because they failed. It's going to regroup, regather, come back on, and what we need to be careful about and pray about, and by the way, I believe that it will begin to show its roots and begin to show some of this incestuous dilemma that's going on between the deep state and the enemies of the president, the enemies of the conservative base, the enemies of the church. We'll see that coming out before this next election, but it will gain momentum. And what we need to be concerned about is that the president, who's a warrior, who's a fighter, who's a counterpuncher, does not find himself lolling himself into a position where, because he's not running again, begins to move with a boldness that puts him into harm's way. They're waiting to catch him, and they will continue to lay snares and traps and try to net him. 
And we must be wise and understand it's going to happen. My hope isn't that the population will get weary of it. My concern is that the politicians don't get weary of it. And at times they do, and you and I know that they live from election to election. And when they realize that this is a lame deck president, what will they do for him? What will happen in 2022? That's where I'm focused. Not 2024, 2022. And so what do you think is going to happen? Is the Lord speaking to you about it? He is some of which I'm released and feel comfortable to share, and some I am not. And to be blunt with you, one of the reasons why I'm not comfortable to share it is I'm pleading at the altar of God. I'm pleading for him to reverse some things. I'm pleading for him to have more grace, more mercy, transforming a heart and hearts. But all I receive from the Lord, Stephen, is that we are in this window of grace and change and transformation that involves the five major categories of the mission that were put upon this man and his anointing and his breaker anointing, and that persists through 2022. After that, I believe we enter into a large, very large test. Frank, give us an update on the ministry that you founded that is called POTUS Shield. I'm on your list. I get the notices about, you know, the various things that you're doing. Is that continuing to grow? Are people rallying behind it? Uh, do you feel that things are happening in the spiritual realm? Give us an update. Well, yes, and thank you. Shield was recognized last month, much to my amazement, as a spiritual weapon by Newsweek. Now, Steve, you can imagine what it took for them to say that. And what they did was they took something out of a video that I'd released through the Shield network that was picked up by another source and then put in Newsweek. And rather than misquoting me, they quoted what I said, and that is that we are a spiritual weapon, not just a shield, but a weapon that has been anointed of God with the same breaker anointing to go in and to be the tip of the arrow and go forward. So we have some very strong, committed warriors, intercessors, watchmen, worshipers who are moving around the clock. And yes, it is growing. And we are about to have our inaugural gathering in Washington, D.C. on April 15th at the National Press Club. I, would, I haven't been able to send you your invitation, but I'm going to give it to you now. And more than invite you, Steve, I would like you to help address it. We're going to have most likely General Boykin, someone from inside the White House, some other addresses, and we will be a force sending it out through the press club, just as we did in early January, right before the inauguration. The Lord has called us back. Why April 15th? Well, Steve, you pay your taxes. What happens on April 15th? Well, the taxes are due. <laughs> it's the tax collector's time. And so we were wondering, why April 15th? Well, it also happens to be a date by which most of the primary elections, the big ones, have been decided. So there's going to be a defining line. Who is surging to become the opponent for this president? What is their platform? What do they represent? Where do they stand with the things that are important in the mission of God? We're going to be a defining sword cutting both ways on April 15th, and we're going to send forth and declare what's going to go, and then ask for momentum all the way up to November 2nd. So, yes, POTUS Shield is a formidable weapon. And, Steve, you know this. When something like a general media, like the Newsweek, happens to 
put it front and center, then you realize you've got attention. Now, we don't do things for attention, and you know that. If anything, uh, we just keep on moving, and, and we're not promoting at all. However, when they print a spiritual weapon, then it's just affirming to us that we are making the headways we need to make, and we must make it. All of us must make it together. And, you know, Steve, you didn't ask me to do this, but I have read all three of your books. You and I have talked and prayed about them as they went. I think your book is perfect timing. I would advise anybody who can to get their hands on it because you give clarity. You give clarity that goes back way before Trump emerged, who he is, how he's been in office, and what we could look towards and what we could expect for some reason, which isn't going to happen if he wasn't there, but the forces that have been repelled. So I highly admire you for it. I'm glad you got it out on time. And for people who don't know how much work it is, I know it took months of your life and your staff and your people. Thank you for that. Well, thank you for saying that. Of course, I did it because I felt that something needed to be put on the record. And with only a couple of exceptions, none of the books on Trump are from a spiritual perspective. And I think everything has a spiritual base. Now, we've kind of gotten away from that in our secularized culture and even in our secularized church. And that's why I think it's important what you're doing. You know, the whole thing about spiritual warfare, principalities and powers, I think the only way you can really explain the hatred, the absolute hatred and the lying and the deception and everything else is to explain it in spiritual terms, which we Christians call spiritual warfare. So as we wrap up this podcast, tell the listeners how they can sign up for Shield, how they can get involved with what you're doing, and then I'll give you the last word. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, Shield. simply go to your telephone and your text messages and tap in 3131. Three one again three one three one three one and then under the message just write POTUS Shield all in small case P O T U S S H I E L D no break what that will do you will immediately be enlisted for the alerts there are absolutely no requests made on it for money there's no requests made on it for anything other than to say when we're giving an alert you will receive it. And it will redirect you to something so that you can get even a broader example of it. And Stephen, just recently, we got very engaged with the Israeli peace treaty, all the way from people we have on the inside, you know, some of them in Israel and back and in some other areas of the judiciary and Supreme Court, when there's federal court appointees that are up, we're involved in that, emboldening the conservative base, the Louisiana case that's coming before the court on March 2nd to begin to dismantle Roe versus Wade. Lots of stuff that we want to share and give, and also to call God's people, as you would say, to be warriors. Well, thank you for that, and thank you for all you do. And on a personal basis, thank you for your friendship, which I greatly value. For those of you who are listening, if this resonates with you, I encourage you to get involved with Shield and also to send this podcast to friends you're doing that is how our podcast have continued to grow to where we are getting as many downloads in a month as we used to in a year. It's just really phenomenal, and uh, it's a new platform that we're able to use, and I'm thankful for it. So with that, I'll wrap up this edition of my podcast and invite you to tune in again tomorrow. God bless you.